Brachas daf mem zayin. So I don't know where everyone's up to, but I'm up to the uh, bottom line. I'm above. I'm a base. Is that good? Yeah, it's I think more. Okay, so the learning once again should be as close to full shleimah for. Beleyanta bas Marian Fega. Okay, here we go. Tana Rabbanan. Mem vav am The bottom line. Ein mechabdin. You don't give keyboard, you don't give uh, respect, you don't let someone go in front of you, let him down on the roads, you know, you're always stop sign in Minnesota. If you got there first, just go, okay? You don't say, oh, you could go first. No, you don't do that, because then he cause traffic. All the Rishonim say, you're, you're, uh, you're messing up the highways, okay? What do you say? There's an assumption that people stop at the stop sign. Oh, that's another. No, I'm saying you should stop. But I'm saying once you stop, then you were there first. Right away, you keep going. In Minnesota, you know, we need a little New York here. Okay. Not by the roads, not by bridges. You got there first, you go. You don't, you, even though you see someone, oh, he has a nice car, he looks nice or whatever, or even if he's the God of Hadar, you don't let him go in front of you. You're, you're trying, you have to keep traffic moving. Not only that, it's not with dirty hands. Meaning, for we wash our hands because our hands are dirty. So... There's there's no keyboard of giving someone oh you wash your hands first because your hands are dirty good Ravan va'abaya have a kaozi but our Ravan and are both going on the road Kadme chamare the Ravan lid Abaya Ravan's donkey went before Abaya's donkey okay v'le Amrle and Ravan didn't tell Abaya who was the who was the gadol who was who was greater than him Nezomar you should go first he didn't tell him so Amar so Abaya got upset he said me this once this 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 guy came back from Eretz Yisrael so Gosli Dati became a Balgaiva and he thinks he's bigger than me even though he's much younger than me and he's not letting me go first okay that was the story but keep on going when they got to the base base to the shul Amrlay so Ravan tells Abaya Neomar you should go first so Amrlay what do you mean until now I wasn't the Rosh Hashiva now you're telling me to go first so Amrlay so Ravan responded hold on this is what Rabbi Yechanan said who was the who was the God of Hadar Yisrael as we mentioned in the previous uh, Gemaras we don't give respect we don't honor people Ella only by a door that has a mezuzah and not in the middle of the road. The Gemara says, hold on a second, you need a mezuzah there? What if it's if the building's not owned by a Jew, so you wouldn't have it? The Isbe mezuzah in, the last be mezuzah lie. Only if there's a mezuzah there do we respect people and give them the right of way, but there's no, no mezuzah you wouldn't. So the Gemara says, Elamiata, really? A base haknes is a base medrash to lespo mezuzah. A base haknes is a shul and a base medrash that do not have a mezuzah, right? Halacha is you do not put a mezuzah. The Gemara Numa tells us learning out from the the uh, rooms of the of the, uh, of the base hamikdash that you do not have you should not put mezuzahs on uh, on those doors. Why? Because it's not a base dear. Nobody lives there. Uh, we mentioned the, the psak of Rav Willig Shlita in Riverdale. His psak and the youngest are Riverdale. They should not put. They do not put mezuzahs on their shuls. What? Davakan also Flatbush, okay, doesn't have mezuzahs on his in, in his shul there, but it's the Gemara. The Gemara says don't put you don't put a mezuzah on the on the, the door of a shul. So some want to say no, we should put it there. It's it's good chinuch that, that people should be used to seeing mezuzahs. So Abuelik says the opposite. The chinuch should be when you walk into shul, it's not your house. This is God's house. Don't leave your uh, your garbage on the floor. This is a special place. So that's what he wants specifically to go with the, the psak of the Gemara. Now why did did it change over time? So one could argue that many shuls have a din of a base medrash. 
in the base medrash is machlekes because people do live there. It's bay rabbanon. It's the house of the rabbanon. They do live there. They allowed to eat there. So that's why uh, your classic shul will have a mezuzah without a bracha, but they'll have a mezuzah on the door. But either way, the point over here is he's asking Ravin's. So Ravin said we only give kibbur in a house that has a mezuzah. So the Gemara said only if there's a mezuzah there. What if you went to a, uh, to Rabbi Willig Shul? There's no mezuzah there, so you don't have to mechabit him when he's walking in first. So Gemara says no. What the point is? By an entranceway that's fitting for mezuzah, meaning by a doorway, a regular, normal doorway. So then, if you see someone older than you, someone greater than you, you let him go first. But by a bridge, tunnels, uh, highways, stop signs, you do not do that. You, you have to allow traffic to move. I would add, the place can discuss this, giving a keyboard in the bathroom as well. You know, if, if someone sees his Rosh Hashim, just, just do what you got to do. It's not the time for being mechabed someone with the toilet. Just... Just, uh, you know, carpool. What do you say? Depends on the urgency of the need. Yeah, no, okay, fine. Like, That's something else. Just do your business. Uh, whatever. Yeah, but I'm saying there are certain times where it's, it, you just see that the setting is inappropriate for one to, for one to, uh, to, to be mechabi people. You're going to stop traffic. You're going to stop something. So therefore, don't do that. Okay. Amar Rav Yehuda, Breda Rav Shmuel. Now we're going to go into the halachas of Derech Eretz when it comes to a meal. The truth is there's a, there's a simon in Shulchan Aruch, uh, simon Kuf Ayin Gimel, I think, in Shulchan Aruch, which discusses the halachas of Hanagas Asuda. So these things are important. Number one, The uh, people sitting down by a meal should not eat anything until the one who, who cuts the challah, until he ate first. Let's say he... Cuts the challah, he's giving out the challah, but he didn't eat yet, so they shall wait for him to eat before they eat. Okay, Yosef Rav Safra, Rav Safra was sitting, the Ka'amar, and, uh, and he said, the uh, Ka'amar, he said, Litoim Itmar, wasn't taught that in Rishon Lechol, it was in Rishon Litoim, that they're not allowed to taste. Fine, that was his point. So the Gemara says, Who cares if you're not allowed to eat or you're not allowed to taste? <laughs> Either way, you can't put food in your mouth. So the Gemara says, It's coming to teach me something else. That Shechayiv Adam, Loimar Beloshin Rabbi, a person is supposed to say exactly how his Rebbe said. It's a sense of Safa heard from Rav that there's an Isser Litoim to taste. Therefore, he specifically repeated it as such that there's an Isser Litoim. Not that there's any difference between Litoim and, uh, and Achila. For this for this uh, discussion, but that's why that was that was the point of the gemara. Turn around, shnayim, two people eating from the same plate. Okay, so you go out with your friend or your wife, and you ha- order fries for the table. Okay, so now you're eating from the same uh, bowl of French fries. So let's say one of them, you know, removes himself from the French fries, and now they're taking a drink or they're on the phone. So the hanhaga sasuda is that you should wait for them to. To come back to return to the Frenchers before you eat while they're while they're not eating. However, Shloisha, there's three people in Mamtinen. You do not have to wait because that's part of the process. You know, one person stops, but there's two other people here, so we're not going to wait for him. Again, halakhali it probably would not apply today. Most people are uh, you know, they're not so mocked on each French fry, but it depends on the situation. You just see the 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 sensitivity to what a person's doing. Um, in, the, in these scenarios. Okay, how about Seah, the one, who, was the, the one who, who cut the bread, the one who made hamaitzi in the beginning of the meal, so who poishi yodei tchilo. So when the challenge comes, he should be the one to, to get first. If uh, he wants to give it out to someone else, to the guest, no problem, he's allowed to do that. Um, it seems like only lemisha gadol himenu, but uh, again, we would be, be makele that 
with all these things that if the people are Michael, so it's not a big deal. Next, Rabbi Barbachana have a Asik Katina. So Asikle, he was marrying off, that's the Gemara's term for marrying off his son to the uh, to the bay. Uh, Rav Shmuel Barav Katina to the house, which means the daughter of Rav Shmuel Barav Katina. So Kadam Yasef, so Rabbi Barachana sat down first for Kamasti Lelebre, and he was teaching his son some of the halachas of Suda. So what did he teach him? This is during uh, during the wedding in front of the cameras. Ena b'itzaya rashai levtzaya. When you when you you, you pick up your challah, you say Baruch Ata Hashem Elokeinu Malchum Mitzi Lechem Aretz. So Ena b'itzaya, when you're cutting the challah, you're not allowed to cut rashai levtzaya. Until people finish saying Amen, because that's considered part of the uh, part of the bracha, since they're being yoyted with this bracha. So therefore, you should not cut the bread until people answer Amen. Fine. Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda says, You don't have to wait for everybody. As long as most people said Amen, there will not be a problem. So Amalei Rami Bar Chama Maishna Ruba, why are you telling me that I have to wait for Rav? And I need and I can't just. Cut the bread unless they all said unless most of them said amen. That katilakaya bracha because there's still a bracha going on from the fact that they're still saying amen. The bracha didn't finish. So if that's true, that I need to wait for most of them. So miyutanami, even the last ten percent. Let's say ninety percent of them finished and ten percent are still saying amen. So lakaya, lakaya bracha. The bracha didn't finish. I have to wait for everyone, not just for ninety percent. So I don't understand. If I have to wait for the people to say amen, why should it make a difference if it's right? After, I should have to wait for everyone. So the Gemara says, Amalei. So Rav Chista responded, Shani Oimer, because I say, Shani Oimer, I say, Kola Oina Amen. Anybody who answers Amen and he schleps, Yoiser Midai, more than uh, required, Eino Elotoya, he's making a mistake, and therefore don't, don't wait for him. We could ignore the schleppy Amen. So as long as most people finished, it's over. I Really, really, I hold that. You need people to finish a main in order to the, for the bracha to, to, to finish. Fine. So I have to wait. How long do I have to wait? I have to wait for most people. Because once most people have said a main, anybody taking longer is wrong. And therefore, that's not included in my bracha. You could ignore them. You could start with your, uh, with your chal. The same would apply to Shemar Esrei or something. You won't have to wait for the for the guys that are that are not roiv. You have to wait for roiv. Once roiv say a main, you're good to go. Tanar Abadan. The, uh, we taught it, we learned in Abraisa, ain't oinin. These are halachas we mentioned in the Chayadim uh, Shurim. So we went through this uh, at length. So, a person should not say an amen chatufa, which, you, which uh, Rashi says you say imain or you say umain. Uh, so, again, if you're Hasidish, that's the way you pronounce amen. It's fine. But if a person is not Hasidish and they're, 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 they're pronouncing a the wrong way, so a is amen, not umain. So that would be wrong. Again, if you're, if you're Hasidish, that's fine, because that's how you pronounce ah. Oh, you pronounce it ooh. So that, that, would be, that would be fine. But for everyone else, you should say amen. So that's amen chatufa. It should not be uh, with a shva, with a, um, with a uh, imen or umen. It should be amen. Okay? Veloy amen ketufa. And you shouldn't say amen that's missing, cut off, it's missing the nun, uh, which would be amen. Don't say amen. You should say amen. Veloy amen yasayma. And you shouldn't say an amen yasayma, which means you don't know which bracha um, it's, it's, uh, it's being said on. So let's say a person hears everyone saying Amen. He walks into Shul and saying Amen. You don't say Amen with them unless you know which bracha they're up to. The same would apply to Chazar So a person should not say Amen unless he knows which bracha they were up to. Rashi brings down that the uh, that the uh, base base in Alexandria they used to have flags. So Rashi is bothered by that. But the answer is that they at least knew which bracha it was on. So they, they would have to keep in mind. Rafa'inu, okay. They knew what they were up to, even though they didn't hear each word. But if you don't know what they're up to, you don't and you didn't hear the words, then you should not say Amen. 
Uh, additionally, if someone says amen after the uh, way, uh, way later, so that would also be amen yisayma because it's uh, it's it's way after the uh, the bracha. So let's say someone says a bracha, and then five minutes later you say amen, you're you're out. Not only five minutes; it's beyond teichu de dibor. That's a problem. So one of the uh, issues that people discuss is when you say kaddish. So when you say amen to the end, right? What's the amen going on? The amen is not going on ve'imru. It's going on damiran ve'alma. And the chazan is calling on everyone to say amen. But the amen is not going on ve'imru. It's going on damiran ve'alma. So there's a question. Some, the the nusach in the, in the young Israel shuls is, is, um, is uh, how does it go? So there's two things with that. One of them is that you, 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 you might have a uh, you might have a problem of Torah Dibur, right? And the second thing is it's Amen. It's not uh, uh, Amen. It's Amen. Amen. Okay, it sounds like two eyes. <laughs> Fine. So if you if you notice some of the Tamil Kham that do daven in these places, uh, Rabbi Willow, when he was when he when he daven here actually, he did a nice shtickle on it. And uh, very, very, uh, as a Tamil Chacham, he, he got the Nusach right, the, and he got the, uh, the Halacha right. Okay, so some tried to sing it, but still say Vimru Amen quickly, so people could say Amen uh, right away. Another problem would be, is if you say a, um, I mean, another example of Amen Chatufa would be, if you say Amen before the Chazan finishes Shemana Ezra, so before the Chazan finishes the Bracha. So this is common by uh, Halal. So, or any time, like Rosh Chodesh Nusach. So, Melech Mulah, Right? So people say, I mean, before you say, Batish Bachais. So a good chazan will say, he'll say the Melech Mulah, Batish Bachais quickly. And the same thing happens by Moedim. People say Moedim before the, the chazan even finished the Brachas. That would also be a Amin, Amin al Chatufa. All these various halachas a person should not do. Okay. How about saying it after he started? Oh, if he started the bracha already, also you shouldn't say it. It's better not to say it because he, 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 he didn't give you a chance. I don't know. He didn't, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that would actually be. Maybe I'll mean you saw him. I don't know. But you shouldn't do that either. That's definitely brought in the Mishabura. Okay. Um, let's say a person has a choice to say Baruch Hu Shemai or Amen. The Chazan going too quickly. Just skip the Baruch Hu Shemai and just say the Amen if you only have a chance to do one or the other. Good. Ben Azai Oymer, Ben Azai says, I know Amen Yisoyim. Someone says, I mean Yisoyim. You, Bani Yisoyim. His children will be Yisoyim. Not something great. So again, when we spoke about this in the Chayyadim Shem, we, we mentioned that there's a question here. What, what's so, what, the guy said, I mean the wrong way. But the shot is along the lines that when a person is trying to praise the Kaddish Baruch and you mess up, you're better off just being quiet uh, than, than saying the wrong thing. So, Amin is, is, uh, is uh, Kamelech Nehman. It's showing your Amuna in, in, the, in the Bracha. So, do it correctly. And if you can't do it correctly, you're, just, you're better off being quiet. Uh, someone says, I mean, Chatufa Yishatfu Yamav, his days will be cut off. Chatufa Yishatfu are different ways of saying that it won't be good for him. Cholamarach Bamin, someone who's, who, who lengthens it a little bit. Taisu says, not too long, but Cholamarach Bamin, in the proper way. Marichin lo Yamav, Hushnaisav, he will, uh, he will, his days will be length, will be long, and his, his years will be long. He'll be, he'll be a bracha for Arichas Yamin. The Chayadam and the Shulchan says this, that the, um, that a katan, a child first gets schar, reward, when he's able to come to shul and say amen. So there is an Indian people bring their children to shul, they get them to say amen. So that's the first uh, mitzvah many children will do. So beautiful. Okay. Rav Shmuel v'yasi b'sudasa. Rav and Shmuel sitting by a meal. Also, Rav Shimi v'achia have come sarhe v'achil. He was eating very quickly in order to, uh, to finish his meal before Rav and Shmuel would bench and or, in order that he should be, he should join in the zimun because there were two guys with Rav, Rav and Shmuel were two. So comes along Rav Shimi v'achia. He wants to be number three. So... 
He's trying to chop around. So I'm going to lay Rav. So Rav told Rav Shimi, what, what, what are you doing here? What are you eating so quickly? And you want to come join us in our mezumen? Too late. We already ate. So it's over. Two people are already, already finished eating. The third person comes. It's too late. So we're going to bench without you. We do not have a mezumen. So I'm going to lay Shmuel. Shmuel was sitting right next to Rav. He was number two. So he said, If they would bring me mushrooms, um, for dessert, the Gozlayel Aban, for you, Rav, he called them Abba, and they would bring you some type of birds that was their, their dessert. Miloy Achlinen, will we not eat? So, from the fact that we would still eat if they brought us dessert, is a raya that we're not finished eating yet. We're only finished eating because there's no more food, but we would still eat. So therefore, halacha is how we paskin. As long as we would still eat, so as long as, so once this third guy comes and he's eating, so as long as we would have eaten, so he could be considered number three, and we could have him as a man. Tamidi the rabbi, yes, v'sudasa, the timna rabbi sitting by a meal. Oh, Rav Acha. Rav Acha came in, and he, he joined them, Amri. So the Tamidi the rabbi said, Asa gav rabbi dem avarachlan. So, so, uh, so uh, Adam Gadol came, and he will bench for us. Amr Luhu, so Rav Acha told the uh, Tamidim of Rav, Misa Risu, the Gadol Mavarach, you think that the Gadol, the, the greatest one is supposed to bench? No. Iker Shebesuda, the one, the Iker, the, the, the primary guy of the meal, he should be the one that's Mavarach. But the Gemara says, Hilchasa, Halach is Gadol Mavarach, the greater person should bench. Alpha Gav to Asa Levasai. Even if he comes at the end, he comes in the ninth inning, still he should be the one to bench. Good. Now we're going to go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, basically, there's, there's a few ways to look at this, but the simple way of looking at our Mishnah is that the concept of, of, of Zimun is only when a person ate food that was proper. When you eat proper foods, so then three people ate together, so there's an there's a Indian of, uh, sorry, there's a Takana of Birchas HaZimun of what we call the Mizumin, okay? But let's say a person ate food that was not good, so then you, you cannot be... Join, you cannot join in a mezuman. So now the, the Mishnah listed certain things which even if you ate those, it's fine. And we're going to go through them. We know what's wrong with it. What was the Havamina? And there are certain foods that if you ate these foods, you cannot join in a mezuman. So first the Mishnah said, Achodmai. If a person ate demai, demai is fruit from a, or this is talking about bread, grain from an Amaretz, where we are not sure if they gave Meiser. They definitely gave Truma. Meiser, they probably did. So Midaraisa, you could eat it. Kamil on the Chum said, they said there's a Gzeira on Demai, Takana on Demai, that a person should not eat Demai because perhaps the, the, the Ama Aretz, who owned the food, did not give the proper Meiser. Okay. So, but the Mishnah says, even if you ate Demai, which is Isidur Abanan, still, you're allowed to join in the Mazoman. But you're not allowed to eat Demai. Demai is an Isidur Abanan. So why is that considered fine and you could join a Mazuman? So the Gemara says, Since the person could have, uh, you know, been mafkir, made all his property hefker, he could say, all my property is now ownerless, and therefore he will himself will become a poor man, Vahaviani, the Chazile, and then he's able to eat the Mai. How do I know this? The Tanah we learned in a Mishnah, you're allowed to feed poor people demai. You can also feed a, uh, a guest demai. Meaning, even though the Chachamim made Xera on demai, they said we're only geyser for regular people. But for Aniyim or for guests, it's a very small chashash anyway. So we never made Xera for Aniyim, let them eat demai, or for guests. Okay, you have to figure out what type of guest is talking about. So, therefore, since this person by the Suda, he ate demai. But if he wanted, right before he put 
he started a sandwich, he could have said, oh, my property is ownerless, and then he would be an ani. He's allowed to eat the sandwich. So you cannot call this food a chefzadi surah because he could have eaten it beheter. So since he could have eaten many, or he didn't, still he's allowed to join in a mazuman. Besham is the one that says you cannot do this, but Basil obviously argues, and therefore we see that you're allowed to feed Aniyim Demai. He could have made himself an Ani, and therefore, even if you ate Demai, you could be part of a Mizuman. Good. Then the Mishnah said, That Maiserishan, that Truma was taken from it. So let's just take a, a one minute uh, snapshot of what's going on here. When, when uh, the farmer grows his grain, that's Chayev and Truma, so he has to give a certain percentage. We'll assume he's a Benini, so 150th, 2% of his crop goes to Truma. Then he has to give the 10% of the remaining crop to the Levi. That's called Meiser Rishon. The Levi then has to give 10% of that to a Kayan. That's called Truma's Meiser. Fine? So far, so good. Okay. Now, the Mishnah sounds like you had Meiser Rishon, the Levi took his Meiser, and then he decided, I'm not giving my 10% to the Kayan. Um, I'm sorry, no, he says, Shanitlo Truma, so he gave his Truma. To, uh, to the Kayan. So the Gemara, so the Mishnah says, of course, you're allowed to be part of a Mizuman. So the Gemara says, Pshita, of course. What's the, what's the Chiddush? He did what he was supposed to do. The Levi got his Meiser, and he gave 10% to the Kayan. So the Gemara says, The Levi took it first, Bashi uh, Balam. He took it before uh, they, they threshed the, um, the grain, and therefore the Kayan never took Truma from it. The Hifrish Yemen of Truma's Meiser, so what happened was like this. It says Rashis de Gancha is, is Truma. So if you if the Levi came first and he took his miser before they made it into grain, he took 10% from the um, from the uh, from the field, okay? Before the Kayan got his 2%. And now the Levi's very nice, he gives 10% of what he took to the Kayan. But the Kayan never got the original 2%. So the question is, what's the status of this food now? Do we say that you still need to give 2% to the Kayan of the original because he never got Truma Gedailah? He got Truma's Meiser from the Levi. He never got Truma Gedailah. So the Gemara says like this. So, so the, the case was, Elo he took Meiser Rishon first, Bashibalim, when it was still stalks. He gave his 10%, but he took it before the Kayan got his 2%. So that's so. Even though he did this, halacha is if you ate this food, you could still be part of a mizum, um, of a mizumin. Why? It's like the sheet of rabavo. that they took it when it was still stalks, meaning the levi came first. He came before the kain and he took it from the yisrael while it was still a stalk. So putter, the levi is putter. Mitruma gadol does not have to give that original two percent to the kain. How do I know this? Shenemah the pasuk says by the levim when the levi takes his meiser, he has to. Separate Truma Sashem. Meiser, Mena Meiser. Okay? He has to give Meiser 10% from his Meiser that he got as a Levi. So the Gemara says like this Meiser, Mena Meiser, Amartilach. He has to give 10% of what he got. But the Lord Truma Gedoilo, Utrumas Meiser, Mena Meiser. He doesn't have to give two things. He only has to give uh, his Trumas uh, Meiser, uh, which is Meiser, but he does not have to give Truma Gedoilo, the original 2%, to the Kayan. Fine. That's, and therefore, he's allowed to join in the Mazumah. If it's true, even if he came, he took, the, the, he took before the Kayan Bakri in the pile, when they already uh, threshed everything and they already, had, you know, they already made it into grain. So Amar said, no, the Pasuk says, 
When it says from all your miser, you should give Tarimu, and the pasta is called Trumas Hashem. So the pasta is called, what does called come to include? That even if the levy took first, but if he took it when it was in a pile of grain, so he would still have to give Truma to the Kayan. So the Gemara says, Amara Isa, and uh, how do you know that Kol tells me when it's grain and Veloy uh, Truma, Trumas Meiser, Meiser is when it's in stock? So the Gemara is very simple. High Idgan, the high Le Idgan. When it says, when it was already made into grain, when it was already threshed and processed. So then it's, it's dug on. When it's dug on, the Pasuk says, Reish is the gancha. So of course he has to give truma. But if you took it when it was still a stalk, it wasn't made into grain yet, and therefore the levy would not be chayv to give to the kain. Okay, this is a little more in-depth. When we learn uh, Mishnai is nicer, it will come up later on. We'll get to this uh, at detail. But basically, at the end of the day, since... In this case, the levy is putter for giving truma, so that's the chiddush of the Mishnah. That even though he messed up here, he, he came first, and he, and he, the kain got messed over. He's not getting his full share. Still, you're allowed to be part of the mezuman even if he ate this. Okay. Next, then the Mishnah said ma'aser sheni v'hektish shenifdu. If you had ma'aser sheni, which uh, the fruit grew, grown in certain years, you have to give ma'aser sheni. You bring it up to Yerushalayim and eat it v'hektish or hektish shenifdu. Now you didn't want to go schlep your fruit to Yerushalayim, so you redeem it. And you bring your coin up there, you bring your, your, your money to Yerushalayim, you buy something there, and you eat your food there. Very good. So the master says, so what's wrong? The guy did what he was supposed to. He opened the book, asked his rabbi, what do I do? I don't want to schlep all this fruit. He told me to redeem it. So when you redeem uh, or you redeem Hakdish Halacha is you have to you have to add a certain tax because you're not bringing the fruit itself. So, so the tar- we learned from the Torah that you have to give a certain uh, percentage, a chaymish, which means really a quarter. You add a quarter to it, so it's really a fifth, right? 25% is something. You add it uh, You add it, and you have 125% of the total. So that's how the Gemara learns that chaymish. It's another machlekes in Shas, but that's how we paskin. So that's the... Uh, what did you say? Not 120? Um, no, it's... A fifth or 20%. So it's really a quarter. It's it's yeah. You're right. The way we the way we would speak, twenty percent means you got to give twenty percent. This means a chaymish means it's an extra twenty five. It's it's. You add a tax. How do, what's the tax? The tax ends up being one fifth more, of of uh, of the total. <laughs> so the tax is a fifth of the total. So the total is a dollar twenty five. So what was the tax of it? A fifth, a fifth of a dollar twenty-five is twenty-five cents. Fine, that, that's how you figure out. Either way, halacha is, even though he didn't give the full tax, he didn't pay the chaymish. Halacha is that's still called redeemed, and if he ate it, you could still be part of a mezuman, even though he didn't do what you were supposed to do. So hachamayskin and kunchin nasan is the karen v'loy nasan es hachaymish. He didn't give a fifth. We learn out from this Mishnah. The chaymish ma'akev. The chaymish is not ma'akev. It worked. The, the redeeming it worked, but he shouldn't have done that. But it worked, and therefore he could be part of a mezuman. Next, Hashamish Ach Kazayis. You have a waiter that ate a Kazayis. So Allah is, uh, he could be part of a mezuman. The Mar says Pshita, of course. Ma'al the I would have thought to say Shamish Kava. The waiter is not sitting down with them. He's busy waiting. He's 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 running in and out of the kitchen. So maybe it's not called Kviyas, and I need three people to eat together. Kamash will know that still even a waiter is considered Kviyas, and he could be mitzdarif to a mezuman. Then the Mishnah said Vakuti and a non-Jew. 
I'm sorry, a kuti doesn't mean a non-Jew, but there were different stages in the um, in the Gemara of what a kuti was considered. At the end of the day, the Gemara Chulun tells us this is in the times of the Amaram, we consider the kutim ka'ev deva de zara. But in the early Mishnais, in the early days of the Mishnais, a kuti was considered uh, a Jew who didn't only kept some parts of the Torah. So the Mishnah says, "Va'kuti mizaunim alav." They could be part of mizuma. Some are amai lo yehi elok elo amar. They should not be considered. Any more than an Amaretz, the Tanya, now Amaretz doesn't just mean an ignoramus. Amaretz meant a certain type of person. We'll see what it means in a moment. The Tanya, and Abraissa taught, Amazamnin al Amaretz. You're not allowed to be Mazamin with an Amaretz. So, what that means is, as we mentioned in the, the podcast yesterday, yesterday's recorded here, that part of this concept of Shloish Echad, you have three people you know, uh, eating together, is that when three people eat together, so there's, some, there's supposed to be some type of, uh, you know, bringing, elevating each other. You have. Uh, you have to at the table, but if it's if it ends up being a yoshve kronos, then it's not good. Then then the Chazal don't view this eating as like a ruchnius type of eating. And we learned in the Gemara before. This is Shab. I think Shabbos is daf. Was that a person should not uh, a tamachacham should not spend time with an amaretz because they're gonna have a bad ashba on him. So if you have two tamidacham spending their meal with amaretz, we don't look, we don't like that meal. So they should not have a mezuman. Three amaretzans ate together, no problem. But if it's two tamidacham and one amaretz, that's not a good uh, camaraderie, and therefore th- th- there's no mezuman for them. Fine, that's the halacha. So therefore, the Gemara is asking, if you can't add amaretz t- to be number three, so you can add a kusi, they, they don't even keep part of the half the Torah. So the Gemara says, Abaya Amar Bekusi Chaver. Yet a scholar Kusi. Whatever half he kept, he kept very well. Rav Amar, Filutayim Abkusi Amar. It's really, we could be talking about Kusi Amar. And still, you could use him as a Mizuman. Why? When the Gemara says you cannot have an Amar being part of a Mizuman, we're talking about a very specific Amar The Tanya. This is the Tseptan of the Zara. Ezu Amar What is considered Amar so the Tanakhama says, Someone who doesn't eat his chul and his regular food, but tahara. Meaning every time he wants to eat, he, not even truman, he's not even a kayin. Anytime he wants to eat, he goes to the mikvah, he makes sure his chulin was made on tar kalim. And if you don't do that, you're considered amaretz. Divrei Rabbi Meir. That's a very uh, strong opinion. No, that's not called amaretz. What's called amaretz? It doesn't give meiser in the proper way. Fine. So therefore, you, that would be the person that Amaris you cannot combine for a Mazuman. Now, Vahani Kusai and these Kutim, Asurim Asri Kedachazi, they do give Miser. Devamai Dechsev Baraisa, Mizer Ziri. Devamai, that whatever is in the Tyrod, Devamai Dechsev Baraisa, Mizer Ziri, they're careful about. Damamai, we learned this in the Gemara and Gitten, there's a Gemara and Chulun that says it as well, that a Shechitas Kusi is kosher, because they used to, they, they, whatever was it, Hilcha Shechita? Whatever they did, they did well. All mitzvahs that the kusim used to do, they didn't do all of it, but whatever they did, they were more medactic in it more than your typical uh, Yisrael. So therefore, since the criteria for defining an Amaris when it comes to Mizumin is do they give Maeser or not, the kusim give Maeser, so there's no problem, they're allowed to be jo- uh, joined in to the Mizuman. Okay, good. Next. Tanarabonon Ezu Amaretz. Another b'risa. Who is considered Amaretz? Kol she'ena kareya kriyashma arvetz v'shachar. Someone who doesn't read kriyashma every, every uh, evening and every morning. Divrei Rebbe Le'ezer. Rabbi Shua Emer, kol she'ena manich tzvilin. Someone who does not wear tzvilin. Ben Ezer Emer, kol she'ena le tzitzis v'bigdoi. Someone who has a bagot of da'al kamfais and he does not put tzitzis on his clothing. Rabbi Nasa Emer, kol she'ena mezuzah. Pischa doesn't have mezuzah on his house. 
on the doors of his house. Someone who has sons, doesn't teach them to learn Tyra, doesn't raise them in a in a in a way that they can learn Tyra, that is considered an Amar. Others said, even someone he learned. Mikra, Vishana, he learned Mishnayas. Veloishimish, Tamid Chum, he did not spend time with, engrossed in Tamid Chumim. Rashi says this means Gemara. When you spend time learning Gemara, especially if you're going in the Dafyoimi style, so you're going to spend a lot of time with the Tanam, Amaram, and the Svaras. So if you don't do that, Hareza Amar. Someone who never learns Gemara, he is considered Amarat. He never spent time. Uh, with with uh, with with Tamid Chum. Amrav Huna, Halacha Kacherim. We paskin that a person who does not uh, learn Gemara. He is considered Amar. It's okay. Don't, don't extrapolate this to other things. Let's just keep it to this Gemara. He did not want to allow Rav Menashe to be part of the Mizuman. The Tani, he, he did teach, he, he learned Safra, Safri, the Hilchasa, Otas, Midrashim, and Mishnayis, which is Hilchasa, but he did not learn Gemara, and he was not Mishamish Tami the Chacham, so therefore he didn't want to let him join the Mazuman. Kinoch, Nafshi, Dirami, Barchama, Sarm Barchama, who did not let, allow him in the Mazuman, and when he died, Amar Rava, Rava said, Again, don't try this at home. Don't, don't assume why people die. But Rava said, Why did Rami Barachama die? Because he did not invite Rav Menashe Bar-Takhlifa to be part of the Muslim. Um, and therefore he was punished and he died. Forget the Gemara of Atani. We had to finish a price. And we just said, We got to learn Chumash. He knows, he knows Bible. He knows Torah. He knows Mishnayis. But he didn't, uh, he didn't learn Gemara. Hareza Amaret. So it was correct what Rami Barachama did. The Gemara says, no, Shani Rav Menashe Bar-Takhlifa did Mishama Lohul Rabban. He Taka did was Mishama Shtamid Chaman. Rami Barachama, how come he didn't know this? Who do like Daka Basra? He didn't do enough research. He paskin on him that he was Amarat without doing correct research, and therefore he deserved to die. That was what Rava said. Okay. Lishnach, we know there's another way of understanding who Rav Menashe was. The Shama Shmaitzim Pumayad Rabbanu Vagaraslu. He used to learn. Uh, what the Chum used to say, and he would he would always review it, and therefore he was considered someone Ketzurva Merabanadami Atamachacham, and therefore he was not an Amaret. Fine. And the Mishnah said uh, the the opposite. If you eat Tevel, you eat Meiser Shalayin then you cannot be part of the Mizuman. The Gemara says Tevel, a person who ate Tevel, he ate uh, food that did not that Truma Meisers were not taken taken from it. Shita, of course. There's curries. He's, he's not allowed to eat uh, tevel. The Gemara says, like, Shricha, but tevel tovel midrabanan. We're talking about tevel midrabanan, meaning midaraisa, there was no chiv of trumas and maestros on this product. So the Gemara says, hey, chidami, what, what would be the case? But otzis shedinaka, if you're talking about a flower pot that did not have holes in it, and therefore it's not considered attached to the ground, one could uh, start thinking about... Um, Hydroponic vegetables, different different items that are that would be potted from trimus and maestros, maybe only chayev and drabanon. There's a discussion about shemitah, even part of shemitah that's not called uh, aretz. So uh, different uh, different eitzes they do in Eretz Yisrael every seven years uh, to uh, to have fruits and vegetables on shemitah. But tevel deraisa one would definitely not be allowed to join a mezuman. It's only tevel and drabanon where it was only exera and therefore. They could join. Therefore, therefore, sorry. Therefore, I would have half amina. They could join in the mezuman. Kamash malan. Then no. Even isurim the rabbanon. One cannot join in a mezuman. Fine. Then the mishnah said ma'aserishon. The mishnah says pshita. Of course, if you didn't take truma from ma'aserishon, of course you cannot. Uh, you can't if you it didn't and you didn't and you ate that product. Eating treif, eating non-kosher. The mishnah says no. Where the levi came to the pile of 
grain, and he took first, and he thought, it says, uh, I got to give Meister, so he only gave Meister, but he didn't give Truma. So what's the Chiddush? That whole discussion we had last time, that you give Meiser mena Meiser, v'loi Truma, u Truma's Meiser mena Meiser. So I would, I would think that you could join the Muslim and commercially, no. Kiddushani, like we answered, it says, Reishas de Gancha, once you make it into Dagan, you have to give Truma, not only do you have to give Truma's Meiser, if you took it first, you'd have to give Truma as well, and therefore, if you ate that product, it, you would not be allowed to join a Muslim, but that's the Chiddush. Then the, then the mission of Maishr Shani, Maishr Shani that was not redeemed, you cannot, and you ate that, you cannot be part of the Muslim. And the Muslim says, Pshita, of course. If I didn't redeem Maishr Shani, I'm eating non-kosher. Of course I can't join the Muslim. So the Muslim you redeemed it, you did your work, but you didn't do it properly. What would be the case, Maishr Shani, what would be the case of Maishr Shani where you didn't redeem it properly? Where you redeemed it on, on a Asimon. Asimon is a coin that does not have a, uh, a tzura, that doesn't have an uh, image in it. The Rachman Amr, the Torah says, V'tzarta ha'kesa b'yadcha, and when the, when the Torah uses the tzar, the tzarta, uses the term of a tzira, of a picture, which we say, kesef sheyesh alav, tzura, a kesef that has, uh, a coin that has a tzura on it, that has an image on it. So in Yiddish, they call a, a picture also, it's called a, a tzira. A tzira is a, is a picture in Yiddish. It's a famous line from the... From the Chibina Rav, they asked the Chibina Rav, should a, uh, I don't know if this is true, the Chibina Rav was lived a long time ago, but they asked the Chibina Rav, should you give, uh, should a, a girl send a picture to, uh, to, 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 to a guy she, that, that wants to go out with her? Are you allowed to send the picture for Shadokham? So he said, a play on words, Leia Sachin Bim Kaimeno, Tzira, Bechira, to give a, the Tzira, which is how you say uh, a picture, that pasuk is by, uh, by Lavan. Lavan said, we don't give the younger girl before the older girl, and therefore he gave Leah to Yaakov instead. Okay, fine. So if a person redeems Maeser Shani on an Asimon, Asimon means there's no image on the coin, it's just a flat coin, you're, not, you're violating what it says in the Torah, and therefore even though you redeemed it, you, you tried, it didn't work. And therefore you eat Maeser Shani that was not redeemed, that was redeemed on an Asimon, you cannot be part of a Mazumen. How, how about hectish? What would be a case of hectish where you redeemed it and it didn't work? Shechilu agave karka, veloi pedoi bekesev. You, you, uh, on karka. You wanted to redeem, uh, the hectish for, uh, on karka. And instead of kesev, rachman amar, venasana kesev, kamloi. So it has to be kesev, it has to be monetary. Metalkal, and it cannot be karka, and therefore it didn't work. Then the Mishnah said, vasham shacha pachas mikazayas. If a waiter ate less than a gazayas, so he cannot join in the mazuman. The Mishnah says, pshita, of course, he didn't eat the, the proper amount. But really, there's no chiddush. Of course, if you didn't eat, if you didn't eat a kazayis, so then you cannot be part of a mezuman. Then, then the Mishnah says, "Va'nachri emezanulav," and a non-Jew cannot be part of a mezuman. The Mishnah says, "Pshita." Of course, why would you think he'd be part of a mezuman? So the Gemara says, "Achamayaskinon beger shemol v'loy tava." You have a, you have a, uh, a ger. He goes. He had a mila, and then after the mila. He's, going, he's waiting to go to the mikveh. He's waiting for the makkah to heal. But he didn't go to the mikveh yet. But now he's eating, he's eating burgers with us. So this is a riot to Rav Zeirah. The name Rav Yechanan. A person is not considered a full-fledged ger until he goes to the to, until he has a mila and he goes to the mikveh. And as long as he did not go to the mikveh yet, he was still considered a non-Jew. There's a fascinating Shiloh about 100 years ago, the place we were discussing this. Let's say there's a Shabbos in between the, um, the 
Mila and the Tvila. So what should the non-Jew do? He's half Jewish, like he's almost there. Should he keep Shabbos? But we know Nachrish Shavas Chayv Misa. Or should what do you say? Carry a Chumash and outside. Right. There's a whole there's a whole discussion of of, of what to do. There's, so one of the Paiskim, I think it was the Aruchaner, he wanted to see he wanted to bring a Rai from Mara. And by Mara it says that the, the Klaiso kept kept Shabbos by Mara. And he wanted to say that we had our uh, Mila in Mitzrayim, right? We kept Shabbos, but the Tzvila was only the, the by Harsinai. So you, you're allowed to keep Shabbos in between Mila and Tzvila. Fascinating Chiddush. But I think most of the Paiskim said, no, you should light a match or something. But uh, okay, let's keep going. So women, Avadim uh, Kananim, uh, and young children, you cannot use them for mezomen. Amarav Asi, katan hamuto barisa. You have a young baby that's that's in the crib, he's in the stroller, mezomen, still, you're allowed to use them as mezomen. We just learned in a mission. Nashim Avadim Kananim, in mezomen, malayim. So the Gemara says, Hud Amar Kabishim Malevi, Hosek Kabishim Malevi, Amar Kabishim Malevi, Avlish Amar Katan Amutam Arisa, Imazanum Lav, Avl Ois Nosis Snifla Sari. You can't be number three, but it can be number ten. You can use them for a minion. So, uh, okay. Again, we're going to see later on, Memchesa Menal, if we do not pass in like many of these halachas here, obviously, we're never looking for a center, they don't bring a baby to Shul. And that would be a good idea, right? Vamar Avishum Malevi, Tisha, the Eved, Mitzdarfim. If you have Eved Kanani, he could be number 10 for a minion. For the Marmesve, Maiser, Rabbi Lazar, Shinuchas, the basic Nasas. There was a story. Rabbi Lazar came to Shul. Vlemotza, Sarah. He didn't see 10 people there. So what did he do? So he decided to free his slave. And now he got a minion. So the Gemara says, Shikhra, and it sounds like only if he freed him. Now you have a minion. Loi, Shikhra, if he didn't free him, Loi. It wouldn't have worked. So you see from here that Evan cannot be considered number 10. So the Gemara says, They only had eight, so they needed two. They needed two people. Shechor Echad, he freed one. Unafik Pachad, and they had number 10, meaning number 10 could be the Evakanani, but you can't have number 9, number 10 being Evakanani. So you freed one, and they used Evakanani as number 10. So the first thing, how could you free, you can't free a slave. Amrav Yehuda, call him a Shachar Avdoi, someone who frees a slave. Oiver Ba'asei, Oiver Ba'asei, Shemar Ba'asei, Shemar Ba'asei, Shemar Ba'asei, They should work, they should serve you forever. The Gemara said, Ladvar Mitzvah Shani, for a mitzvah, it's fine. You're allowed to do it. If I think my mitzvah baba avera, it's a mitzvah baba avera. You're not allowed to violate a uh, an avera in order to be mekayim a mitzvah of, of what Rashi says of of uh, of, of answering kaddish kedushas. The mitzvah of the rabim shani, a mitzvah the rabim, a public mitzvah is different. Machlok is what this means. Either it means uh, Rashi says saying kaddish or kedusha. That's a mitzvah the rabim. There are those rishonim that say davening with a minion. It's called mitzvah the rabim. There are those that say that it's parsha zachar. Different the uh, shitas and the rishonim of what exactly this case was. Where we say mitzvah the rabbim is shani. Fine. Igris Moshe actually brings a riot from those we him that davening with the minion is a chiv, is an obligation, from the fact that they were able to, to free a slave again, but not all the old uh, achrenim go with that mahalach. You can listen to yesterday's uh, 12 minute halacha podcast where I mentioned this as well. Good. The person should always come early to Shul. You should be Zoycha and be counted in Masar Rishonim. The first 10 people that came to Shul. A huge mini and 100 people came afterwards. He gets the reward of all them. He gets all, all the reward and nobody else gets any reward? He gets the equivalent award of all of them. Why is this the Marsha writes? Because we had earlier in the Gemara when there are 10 people there, the Shekhinah is there. So as being part of the first the first 10 people, he brought the Shekhinah to the Shul. 
So that is why you get the schar. Amr Avuna Tisha of Aaron. You have nine people and Aaron, and you have a Aaron Kodesh Mitzdarfin. He could be number ten. Amr Le Rav Nachman of Aaron Gavru. With Aaron as a person, how is that number ten? Amr Avuna Tisha Nirin Kasara Mitzdarfin. You have nine people, but they look like ten. I guess they they're bigger. I don't know. They look like ten people. They could be Mitzdarif to a minion. Yeah, we're not going to pass like this, but it seems like from this Gemara, if nine guys look like ten, I don't know, you see some people on the airplane, they look like they take two seats, but uh, near and Kassar, they look like ten people, they could be a mitzdarfin. Amulay, uh, some people say kimikanfin, when they're close together. Amulay, kimibadi, when they're spread out, you know, different ways of, 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 of crowd, you know, does it look more, does it look less, but there was a machlek is what this means. Ami, the Shabbos, two people in Shabbos, mitzdarfin. So Shabbos could be mitzdarfin for a minion. You have an interesting shita and toysvis and ksub, Maybe Shabbos could be Panam Chadashis. But again, this Gemara is saying if you have any time two people eating on Shabbos, they could have a Mizoman. Two people and Shabbos. Only Rav Nachman the Shabbos Gavrahu. Shabbos considered a Gavra. Elam Rav Ami, Two people that sharpen each other with Halacha, Mitzdarfin, they can Mitzdarif for a Mizoman. Machvi Rav Chista, Kigonan of Rav Sheshes, like me and Rav Sheshes, Machvi Rav Sheshes, Kigonan of Rav Chista. Fine. Amar Yechanan Katan. Perech, you have a cotton who is uh, already showing some signs of maturity, but he's not 13 yet, but he's showing some of the physical signs. Mizanim love, he could be part of the Mizuman. Tani Nami Hochi, cotton shavish tesaris, he already started, uh, he has tesaris, so he already has the simonim of a gado. Mizanim love, a cotton vishaloyavish tesaris, ain mizanim love, you cannot. Use him for a mezuma, and then the, and the Mishnah says, and the Bryce says, the But we're not medactic with the cotton. We don't really care so much. You can really use any any cotton. And Bryce says, hold on a second, hagufa kasha. What you just said makes no sense. Amr, at first you said, If he has shteisaros, he has the physical signs of maturity, and you could. Sounds like loy heavy. If he doesn't have shteisaros, loy. You cannot use him as mezuma. And then he tell me, other Tony, eh, We we don't really care so much. So as long as he's uh, he's a human being, it's fine. So the Gemara says, La sui, my lava sui cotton parech. It's coming to tell me that even a cotton parech, you can be mezamin love. And I went dactic to know how old he is. But the Gemara says, Veles hilchasa kechohani shmeitza. The halacha is not like any of these Gemaras. Ela kihadar av nachman. Cotton hayadela mi mavarchin. A cotton that knows who, uh, who, who we're davening to. Mizanim love. You could use him as a mezuman. So Mr. Shem will circle back to, uh, to this. When we start tomorrow's daf. Okay, shkoyach.